0: three sports guns presents the brushback pitches high and inside
1: usually a 90 mile an hour fastball thrown at the batter's head
0: The Three Gunthers ready to shoot off their opinions on everything sports. The Brushback Pitches.
1: It's the Brushback Pitches podcast presented by Three Sports Guns and Three Gunthers Blair. Tyler. Harold. You forget your name there? In partnership with Fire Retro Radio. Thank you to on-site producer Rick Mason. Something I wanted to get into here real quick. Not spend a whole lot of time because we didn't get into it last week since we're getting into football season. But Charles Tillman retired and signed a one-day contract and uh, and, uh, retired as a Bear. And pops for someone who has very low standards when it comes to athletes as role models and also very critical of who's a Hall of Famer and who's not. I got a feeling you're gonna say no on the Hall of Fame, but no. I know I know you're a big fan of Charles Tillman.
0: No Hall of Fame. I mean not well let me put it this way, no NFL Hall of Fame if the Bears wanna do something I guess I could understand that. Okay, but
1: well, the, here's the actual question: Is he the best Bears cornerback ever?
0: Probably, which again is is more than likely kind of a tall midget argument. But having said that, Tillman has been really productive. Obviously, injuries have derailed his his career at times. Right. Uh, otherwise, I think he could still be playing. But for a second round draft pick, you got to give Jerry Morangelo credit for getting this guy. He he he's been he just was a starter from day one. He's a leader in that team. He's very productive, and you know, towards the end, what become famous was his ball punch. Yep. There's a saying I can't remember what he said. I I practice, I do something, but anyway, he means he just he perfected it.
1: Yeah. Well, do you remember that game against the Titans, like his last season in Chicago? Yep. He punched out
0: four fumbles. Yeah, well, that's Tennessee. I think they just <laughs> they were just their cars were running, so they wanted to get out and go to dinner Sunday <laughs> night. True.
1: So, Tyler, uh, just some quick thoughts on uh, Charles Tillman. I agree with
2: Pops. I don't think NFL Hall of Fame, but Bears something circle I don't know what they call it everyone calls it something different.
1: Do you think he's the best bears cornerback? Yeah just because I can't think of any other bears cornerback it's good. That's kind of what I figured too I mean who who were even the cornerbacks on the the Super Bowl team? The
0: best one was Leslie Frazier who tore his knee into Super Bowl and then never was the same. The other guy was LA Mike and I play it cool. <laughs> Super Bowl shuffle. <laughs> <laughs> they don't get past because I'm a little fool. Because he actually was. He wasn't that good. So, you know. Because um,
1: <laughs> yeah, the ones I remember, is it, it Finnick, right? Is the Safety? Fensick. Fensick. I only the remember him. Yeah. Fens- yeah, I remember those two. I don't I remember the corners. You know. Everybody talks about And then you talk about the front seven, basically.
0: They've had some, but I think just for consistency standpoint, he's been the best. I mean, you know, you could argue back in the day, but let's face it, passing back when the Bears were winning titles in the 40s wasn't a big thing, so I don't even know a cornerback existed. He's the best cornerback, and he's one of the better players. If I had to say I had a favorite player, it's probably Tillman. I mean, it's kind of hard not to like the guy personable, never gets into trouble. Of course, now we'll go find out that he's actually lying with with Al-Qaeda or something or, or selling Coke or whatever, but he's a good guy.
1: I agreed gonna miss him good guy yep let's talk some uh fantasy football here real fast we're hold on let
0: me get in the position of holding my hands up because i feel like i'm gonna get held up by one of you two guys in a oh, trade whatever so I, i'm in there i'm in the position of like all right no hold, go ahead such, both of you hold me such up garbage we're gonna talk some fantasy football here before we get into baseball
1: trades actual trades
0: not fantasy trades
1: And Tyler, I guess I'll let you introduce it because thus far you're the only one who's made a trade.
2: Well, I traded Mark Ingram to swap the 14th overall pick for
1: the third overall pick of the draft. Yeah. I
2: was really happy about that. You should. It's highway robbery.
1: Not highway robbery.
2: Coming from a guy who traded with Scott and got players back that were all better, somehow I robbed him.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Pops. Yeah.
0: The trade; those trades were not as one-sided as you think, because you're looking at the name value versus guys that are producing. No, we were not looking at the name value; yeah, we looked were. at the numbers. I think the problem is I think this almost circumvents the draft. That, that's my problem with this. How
1: does it circumvent the draft?
0: Because he's jumping up and he's getting value for players that he can't keep anyway. More value than than because he's going to have to give the guys up anyway. And I think that the value you're getting would be as if you were keeping these guys, and you're not. You're getting draft picks. That, that's the problem I have with, with Somebody, the value of that. Wait, Somebody wait, else is what keeping else, them.
2: What else is the point of trading draft
0: picks, then? What, are we trading draft picks just to trade
2: draft picks, then?
0: I think, well, it, it really wasn't a fine. And, and, that, and because I didn't, I guess I had an, an idea in my head, and I never conversed it. I, I, my general opinion on this is that I thought we would just trade, like, flop, flip picks, you know, in a round. To make okay. it to make it equal, so you, everybody has picks in every round. Or, I mean, the other, th- my other thought was, if you just take a look at the basic rankings, Ingram is what going in the second round, roughly, and most. Uh, that's what he's listed in most mock. Ingram draft.
2: is ranked as a top ten player, pops.
0: PPR, he's ranked as a top ten player. Top ten. Yes,
2: ESPN has him ranked as a top ten player. I think he's the number number nine overall, like the fourth
0: or fifth back. Okay. Well, that's my opinion, so you keep going there, Al Capone.
1: This is a benefit, you're talking about recouping value, this is a benefit to drafting well. Now, and then if anything, this makes the league more competitive down the season because obviously if people made trades, they didn't have keepers worth keeping. Now he has a keeper worth keeping, so next year it's not in this position again. We'll see. Any last thoughts on it, Tyler, because you're the only one that's made a trade. Uh, are you going to talk about anything yours, what you're thinking? I mean, I already told Pops, I have a deal in place for Hopkins because I have Hopkins and Brown. And because they're two of probably the top three receivers, I don't want to just let one, well, Hopkins, I'm not getting rid of Brown.
0: Okay, so apparently we're doing an online negotiation that, that hopefully won't change. So that's, that's you're getting a one, your offer's a one, three, and five. But because my pick's higher, you, then my pick is more desirable than this other pick that you have going so I if it. I offered it's a one, three, and five, my one, three, and five would be better than this other one, three, and five. Don't
1: give me quotations. I have a deal agreed to, but because we've been negotiating for like two weeks now, I figured I'd give you a window to negotiate. Well, how long is the window? I said forty-eight hours, forty-eight two hours? days,
0: two days. <laughs> Whichever comes first, right? Yes, two days <laughs> or
1: forty-eight hours. <laughs> okay, all right. Just because that. I'm just like Tyler, I just want to start focusing on the draft. I'm kind of already sick of baseball. Okay, because sure. the season's so long. And once once Blair's ends
2: I'll I'll leave Miller open for 2 days because Blair's also interested in Miller. What is this?
0: I'm, re- I'm related to you guys and I got these hard deadlines. He said once my 2 days ends he's going to leave Ma-
1: Miller available for 2 days because I've asked about him and then after that we're both done trading. You're I'm no not going to do this. I'm not going to yeah. do this. You want you want to go one three four five
2: six. Did I say what three five? You say blah blah. I'm not okay. going to do this for like a whole here's month. It's, it's just going to get done, or it's not going to get done at all. Here's
0: another question. Since we're just doing this, this is this is a cat tutorial on how to do trade picks or get screwed by your family members. Uh-huh. Um, what receiver do you want back?
1: Oh, I don't care. I'm just making a trade.
0: Okay, so I have 48 hours from now. So seven o'clock Tuesday night, roughly. Sure. Yeah, Tuesday okay.
1: evening. I mean, it's not a hard seven o'clock,
0: but yeah, sometime Tuesday. No, night. you said forty-eight hours. Fine. That Whatever, smells seven o'clock Tuesday. Evening. That smells of a hard. That smells of a hard deadline so to me. That means seven o'clock Thursday evening. No expert th- comes off the table. I no expert on deadlines, but that smells of a hard deadline.
1: Okay, we'll keep you updated because I'm ready for fantasy football. So, but we're still at baseball season. The trade deadline is Monday, right?
0: Yes, yeah, four o'clock
1: Monday. So we've seen a, a. I don't know if you'd call it a flurry, but no. we have finally seen some some toppling of dominoes. And we might as well start with the Cubs, who, I don't know about you, I mean, they were in on Miller all season, they said that they weren't going to trade for a rental piece, they weren't going to give up big prospects for a rental piece, they gave up their 1-3 and prospect, which are top 100 prospects, to get Chapman, so uh, just in the vacuum, not looking at Chapman for what he means for a team that wants to win a World Series, the deal itself... Pitching apparently is super expensive this year.
0: Yeah, and certainly um, what I don't understand, Blair, is that they talked to they talked to the Yankees about Miller, and they said the cost was prohibitive. They talked to the Royals about Davis, and they said the cost was prohibitive. But thank God he's on the DL with a rotator cuff injury. So right. that would have been a catastrophe if you traded for him. Right. I don't know the next the value of the name the, prospects that the Yankees got back from Cleveland, but I would think the Cubs offer... For Chapman probably beats the cu- the Indians' offer for I'm, Miller.
1: I agree. I mean, looking back in hindsight, that's kind of annoying too. I agree I don't really you. get what
0: the Yankees are doing to the Cubs. I mean, I don't. They might have thought that with what they got, that you know, that since Chapman's a free agent, we'll trade him, keep right. Miller, keep Patances, and then maybe the Indians come along and say, how we want to make them trade. And they gave these guys. I just I I'd, I'd have to look into it further to understand the value of what the Yankees are getting back from Cleveland. I would think that I still think the Cubs offer e- e- it equals or better than the engines. I just think that the Yankees want to get rid of Chapman would be right. my guess.
1: No, I agree with that. And I, I agree. Cause I think that's what happened is that the Yankees were asking for the moon for Miller and then so then they got rid of Chapman because obviously he's a free agent at the end of the year. And then apparently they decided that the market on closers was so hot that I guess the Indians deal was too good to pass. OK, up. but did
0: they get the moon or did they just get a start?
1: I mean, I'm with you. I, did, I just it just recently happened. So I don't know what it measures out. But that's why I guess that's what happened, because I, I'm with you. I thought the deal that they yeah. got for Chapman looks better to me on paper than the deal they got for Miller. And I
0: and everyone in the Cubs is kind of like oh my, our fans are like, oh, my God, oh, my God, the top prospect. He wasn't going anywhere. In, in the no, Cubs he's a organization, Brant at third, Russell's at and second. He's only, he's only nineteen. By, I know, but he's one of the two Cubans they signed. The other is that outfielder yeah. they got a couple years ago. I'm e- telling you, he's e- gonna, Eloy Jimenez. Him, he's, he's going to be up in two three years, and ideally, he takes Hayward's place. That's another that's another prospect the Cubs really hit on. But anywho, he the, you you know I've read someone said you could take shortstops. And put him anywhere. But I think that that's the reason you overdrafted a position to do something like this.
1: No, I mean, that's. I mean we talked about it when we talked about Chris Sale last week, that they have bats, now they're moving their extra bats because he's 19 and he's a shortstop. And right. yes, you can move shortstops, but you have Rizzo signed under contract. Bryant just came up last year. Russell right. just came up last year. Baez. And you have Zobrist, Baez. You signed Zobris. Schwarber. They like La and Coglin. Apparently, I mean, you're, you're kind of you're out of position. It'd be great to play them all. Man, I like, forgot
0: about that Schwarber guy because now you got Contreras, who we don't talk about a lot, Blair, but this guy, that guy's a keeper too. Uh, yeah, clearly. Uh, I mean, I mean, the Cubs are loaded. It's just imagine how you're going to be able to pay all these guys. But then you know, they're li- they're in a position to be in the playoffs. I'm not going to say when. Obviously, if you're in the playoffs, you're going to chance of one Series. But you needed a closer. Right. The bullpen's a problem. Right. And I think you got. I think you got more problems in the bullpen. All
1: right. Well, you said you were going to tell me that, so tell me now because we're talking about the Cubs trade. Two so out of the even th- with Chapman, you're not feeling it.
0: Two out of the three times that uh, Chapman has come in, he's gone, come in, in the eighth inning. Right. And the original thought process was the Cubs have a three-headed monster, Stroop, Rondon, and Chapman.
1: I didn't really buy that. Didn't, I, I, I I bought the two because they, they like to use Stroop like all over the place. It's
0: not a monster. I think it's more along the lines of a clown. Rondon has lost obviously lost something. He, the reason you traded for Chapman was because he was failing in the ninth inning. Now you put him in the eighth inning, and you're bringing Chapman in on the eighth inning. So that would seem to me, I don't have the mathematical equation, that he's not pitching well in the eighth inning. That's why I think you're going to have to go get a setup guy. And I don't know what you do. I don't know if Joe Nathan could be your setup guy. I don't know if you could trust Straub, who was the setup guy for Rondon. But Rondon is losing face, so to speak, and just not pitching well at all. So I think it's possible that what they need is a, is a setup guy to get to Chapman as opposed to anything else. I still would like a pitcher but you know I'm Especially thinking Arietta going I, right well he, he's hit he, anybody who thinks that Arietta was pitching as well and everybody's like to say he's better than Kershaw you guys are idiots he pitched great but he pitched over his head this is called what they call a the regression to the mean is really what it is.
1: Uh, that I think dead arm
0: that too when we t- I talked about this and I when I in my preview that my concern was well, post all-star break around the all-star break he was going to hit this wall and I think he's hit it
1: yeah definitely Todd what do you think of the Chapman trade and then we'll get into some of these
2: other trades it seemed like they needed it especially because it's obvious that pitchings wins championships and not only was their bullpen not the greatest but their a lot of their starting lineup is not going great.
1: No, that's true.
2: It, it's a lot to see because they proved last year that they couldn't just they couldn't just hit their way to wins. They had to figure out how to improve their pitching. And in a lot of ways, maybe they improved their pitching in a lot of ways their pitching has regressed.
0: That's because I think Arietta Tyler yeah. has regressed. Therefore Lester's
1: better this year than last year.
0: Right, but I think Arietta was so much better last year than he is this year that that Lester's better this year than last year doesn't make up for how, how be- much better Arieta was, if you get that. No, I agree. You know, again, I don't trust Hamels. Oh, um, that was something
1: I wrote. In my Chapman's only pitched in two playoff series, yeah. too, and it was, the two, it was when Cincinnati got bounced. He's pitched, like, four playoff innings. I don't
0: know, Blair, if I buy that this is the Cubs' best chance. Granted, it looks like it, but you're missing Schwarber, who's a massive part of that offense. He gives balance. I just don't buy Hamels. I'm not crazy about Lackey, who won his first game in almost five or six weeks this past week. I like Hendricks. He's a good pitcher, but he's not pitching in the playoffs. Right. I, you don't have a definitive. Well, not th- starting. Right. Well, starting. You don't have a definitive number three that makes me feel good once you go in the playoffs. Now, granted, say you play the Giants. It's Lackey versus Samarja. I'll take, take your Lat pick. Key.
1: Yeah, because them it, it's Baumgartner and Cueto, and then there's like a huge drop off after that, right? Because the cane is just.
0: I mean, if you to me, if if you're the front office, you got to get an outfielder, left handed bat that you could play, you know, at least platoon. I think I would ideally like another reliever. And uh, they're talking to Tampa about a starter, but the problem is they'll have to ship like 10 years' worth of Chicago pizzas down to Tampa because they're going to ask for the moon and the stars right. and everything else. Right. So I don't know if that's going to happen. The Cubs might have one more move, maybe two, but it could be minor.
1: Well, last question. Do you think they'll sign Chapman to a contract? Because that's what I wrote when I reviewed the trade. Yes, I get that you're going for the World Series, but after they gave us the whole spiel about how they're not going to trade a whole bunch of prospects for half a season, I feel like the only way you can save some face is if you you bring Chapman back, but obviously he's going to ask for the moon as a closer. you're t- probably talking at least five and sixty just for being a closer, if not more actually that's not okay, even close, let
0: me say this and have both of you jump on me. I don't know, and we're going to have to see, but and uh, I guess I'm willing to say at this point I don't think so. Uh, this was a rental, I think where and I, and I think that you don't want to skew. I don't know if it's skewing the salary construction, but I I just, I don't think so. I mean, I think you'll try to find a a closer over the winter, maybe someone on the free Asia market, I don't know the list, but I, I, I think the problem with Chapman beyond his domestic whatever happened is the amount of pitches on that arm. And the problem with Chapman is is that he looks like his fastball is straight. Okay? And then granted he throws it at three digits and all the ESPN anchors are whacking off saying, a 105." that's a 106. Oh my god, that was 103. Great. But the problem is is I think some hitter Major League hitters get hit anything that's straight in, in irrespective of the speed and I think that's the problem here. I don't know if you really trust his breaking pitch. I I just I'm I, you had to get somebody. This was the probably the get one guy that you get with, for what you got. I just, I just, I, if they sign him, it's going to be because he went on a major run this postseason. And if, if they if they win the World Series, they'll sign him. Otherwise, right. I don't think so. Let me okay. Put it that way.
1: Got it, Tyler. Do you think the Cubs will sign Chapman this winter?
2: No, no, because I think he wants to go to free agency.
1: Well, I mean, he could still enter free agency and be signed by the Cubs. There's some
0: thoughts. Yeah, he's going I'm saying. Well,
1: I'm saying I don't think they'll
2: sign it because I think he'll go for the highest bid, and I don't know if they'll build that high.
1: Okay, fair enough. Okay, let's talk some other trades here. Closers have been kind of the big story here. Pops, we talked. Pops kind of alluded to it. Wade Davis hit the DL, but then the Indians got Miller. Was it the Nationals got Melon Melcon? Melanson Melanson? Is there another closer traded?
0: Zach Duke went to the Cardinals from, from the, the Pale Sox. Hose
1: and then the other i mean the other pitcher not closer but Cashner went from San Diego to Miami
0: right and then we had another guy reject re- Zunta. We had another guy reject a trade LaCroix was yeah, on his way to Cleveland which looks like the maybe the i don't know if you say the odds on to win the American League certainly they're there and he says no which doesn't make sense maybe he got a problem with Cleveland i don't know well,
1: from what i read part of the problem they think is because Jan Gomes is their is their catcher, right? But he's hurt. He's been hurt like all year. Pretty much. Well, they they think that part of the reason he said no is that he's un- he's an affordable contract next year, and obviously he wants to max out what he's doing to get one big payday. But if they have two catchers, what are they gonna do in Cleveland?
0: Well, they could DH one.
1: I'm just saying that's one of the theories that I've read, and it's not out. It's not out of the so realm. as much as
0: we think last year, Hamels Cole Hamels doesn't like Houston, and he shares that like with Houston. you. Don't like Houston. Apparently, LaCroix doesn't like Cleveland. And I don't know. Anybody here got a problem with Cleveland?
1: What? Yeah, I don't know.
0: Tyler, dislike it, Cleveland or you? I
1: remember, yeah. he's the he's the mayor of
0: Cleveland. Oh, that's right, Tyler. Tyler, you, you need to, you need to continue to keep recruiting LaCroix to get him there. That team looks like a, 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 a. It'll be there, I think, to win the American League, go to the series. I don't think that happens a lot. I, I would think that. Winning used to used to be winning Trump's money, but in I this case, I think you you do make a, re- a relevant a good point. Blair, that if he's looking at it strict from trying to maximize his contract potential, I guess going there isn't the best. But he again, he has a chance to win. But apparently, that's not number one with him.
1: I guess not. What I mean, what stands out to you? Some of the trades. I mean, the other ones is Upton got traded. What is it? Atlanta and San Diego made a swap. Yeah. Uh,
0: Kemp went to Atlanta for Hector Olivero, who basically did domestic abuse. And was, he was, he's going to jail. And the Padres had to send a bunch of money to Kemp. Apparently, can't is not hitting real well. And Kemp doesn't play much defense. And other than that, he's actually a pretty good ball player. Right. So... Atlanta said, yes, we'll take him because we don't want this miserable piece of crap in our organization. And then they trade him. To, no, seriously. And then trade him to San Diego. And the minute he hits San Diego, they DFA him. Huh. So they're going to have this, The Padres is going to owe him money. But I think it was a way to get somebody that they thought was a scumbag out of their organization. And Atlanta seems like they have less money. They I mean, Atlanta, they're trading everybody and they're trying to get prospects. Well, San Diego too. It's a salary dump. Um again the Miller thing, but I just I want to s- I don't know much about the guys that they got from uh, Cleveland Cleveland's, but I think it it's interesting because I think that Cody Allen probably will be your setup and Miller is your closer. Now, if we go to Washington and you got the hell's I can't think of his. You got uh, Melanson, yeah, the,
1: the Boston closer, and the former Boston closer,
0: Papelbon. Yeah, pa- that guy. I, I, l- let me talk, talk to you about Jonathan Papelbon. He's a jackass. He,
1: yeah, he's a jerk. There's no argument. He's so,
0: how's Dusty going to handle that? Is he going to make Melanson the cl- as a setup and Papelbon the closer? Well, no, cuz the other Cause t- Papelbon has not been good this year.
1: No, cuz it wasn't it wasn't Baker. This is Baker's first year, right? Yep. Well, cuz Washington ruined Clippard, right? They had him before and then they got Papelbon and then Clippard went Yep. So, I put one on. I was really the, 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 the option
0: oh, I bad. think is to put Melanson closing cuz he's yeah, he's 180 ERA 30 30 saves. Versus Papelbon, who's just giving up home runs left, right, and center. How's Papelbon going to take that? Is he going to turn into what he did last year and got into a fight with with Bryce Harper, Harper, get suspended? That bears watching. Because where I think Cleveland just made themselves better, Washington needed a closer, but I think they need some more bats. I'm not sure about the pitching. So, I mean, it did make them better. They're just not going to win the playoffs. That team is not good enough. They're probably the third-best team. In the National League, even with Melanson, and right. I just think they they they've got a, they got some more holes in that team.
1: What do you think of the trades that have been made, Tyler?
0: I don't know. I think
2: Washington might actually finally win. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna write them off continually because they don't win that they'll never win. Eventually, they will win. And Dusty Baker's a good coach. They have good enough pitching. Office is probably good. It, it I guess it really just depends on what the Cubs and Giants do. I believe it's the Cubs, Giants, and Nationals. And until the Mets make another run like they did last year, I can't really even think of anybody else. I'm a little surprised that Miami's buying so much just because I I don't believe they're an actual threat. I can't believe they continue to keep by. They, 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 they continue to keep buying because I don't think anyone takes them as a threat
0: for wild card, Tyler.
2: If we, second wild card, like you when you're fighting that hard for second wild card. I mean, I get that's contending, but to me that seems like they're they're spending a lot to just get into that point.
0: Well, I think it just tells you that the amount of money that's in the Major League Baseball from the national TV deal that, that, that the Marlins, who couldn't draw more than the amount of people we got in this room right now, but they're it, but they are relying more. That was supposed to be a joke. I guess not. Anywho, they're getting so much money from the national TV deal that they can go out and add pieces. That That's just really what it boils down to.
1: I don't know. I'm kind of with Tyler. I mean, I, I mean, I agree. I just for what you said about Washington, they added Cashner, but I mean their rotation is kind of. You well, mean, Miami. Yeah, the offense is kind of. Bleh.
0: Well, I think they're thinking D Gordon is back, and as long as he can bring his testosterone cream and learn not 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 to get caught, one being on for whatever he's caught, that is. Stanton's starting to wake up, and you have Fernandez, you have Kashner, the closer is actually pretty solid. AJ Ramos. That they, I guess, they're giving themselves a puncher's chance, and maybe, but I, I just, I mean, I think the NL is too deep, so honestly.
1: Fernandez in one game. I mean, there are way worse pitchers you could pick. Uh, that's that's a pretty good guy to start with if you had to win one game. Right, the problem is, what, if you, even if they get out of that wild card matchup, then who are you pitching after that?
0: Kashner like, doesn't really bother me.
1: Not so much. Okay, so with the deadline coming up on Monday, but to wrap up the the whole trade thing, I mean. I guess the big thing to watch. Are, who are some guys that you're looking at? And then the other question is, do we see one of the big pitchers traded? Because apparently the Dodgers, specifically, but Texas, are still sniffing around Sale and Quintana, and still sniffing the Dodgers more so, but still sniffing around Archer from Tampa.
0: I think anybody's going to be traded is going to be Tampa because Archer, Morris. Um, there was a talk of that big three-way deal that would have sent. Oh, the Bruce Jay trade. Bruce right, to right. the Dodgers. Uh, Puig to uh, Tampa and pitching prospects to the Reds. I don't think the Sox are going to trade either one of Sale or Quintana because they are very manageable contracts. I don't know if you realize this or ta- heard about this, player, but there seems to be a pretty big disconnect between Chris Sale and the front office. I don't know if this oh, entails the not. ownership and or Kenny Williams and or Rick Hahn, but he's pissed at them and it's just it's I don't something's going to have to give here. No, I don't think something will be done now. I, I, and, you know, if I'm a White Sox fan, I'm not happy with the front office either. You know, a lot of people are saying, ah, Chris Sale, he's, he's being disrespectful, blah, 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 blah. Look, the guy is an emotional pitcher, all right, and he's been damn good. I'm siding with Sale on this. I, you, obviously, you don't want him destroying jerseys, but I think that he's trying to send a message to his front office because you, you could take a look at this. You could make an argument for a front office that just seems like it's throwing some guys out there to sell tickets. Is this team really trying to win?
1: All right. Well, luckily, we have a White Sox fan. So, Tyler, what do you think about that? they got to make improvements. I think
2: there's no reason Ventura should be here anymore because he's never gotten them anywhere, and they need to actually make real moves. And it seems like they need to think their moves out better because repeatedly they seem to get players and bring them in and have high expectations, and they they come nowhere close because that's that's exactly what you think about LaRoche and Dunn is that they were complete failures for signings. They yeah. it, Those are about the worst signings you could think of in recent history because they did absolutely nothing. Like I brought up that Britt Lilybridge was playing at DH one year, the first year yeah, for Dunn. A that guy that's like funny. 200 pounds was a better option at DH than a guy who's was supposed to hit home runs.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I think that's what I wrote when I originally wrote the sale article is that trading sale would be – Almost a, a change of, of persona for the White Sox because the last couple seasons, that's all we've seen them do is they they sign a couple of veterans and say we're going to figure this out. We're just going to all of a, somebody something's going to uh, click and we're going to win.
0: I I don't know. I am I'm, I'm ready. Definitely, I've been wanting Ventura gone for a couple of years. I, I just I'm done with Kenny Williams. He needs to be moved aside. I want another guy that's president of baseball ops that isn't Kenny Williams. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't know what to think of Rick Hahn because one we really don't know. Does he have total control over the making decisions? I think some of the decisions are his. Some of the decisions are William's. Some of the decisions are kind of a coming together. Anywho, I think that once we get rid of William's, I think you could at least judge Han for what he's done. But right. you still probably need to... I, I think you probably still need to give Rick Han a couple of years or so, at least see if you get this organization going right. But I could see Chris Sale being pissed at the front office because Tyler's right. right. they like, let's go out and half-ass this. Go out and sign Adam Dunn. Go out and sign Frazier. Go out and sign LaRoche. And it's just, why? They're all the same type of players, guys that hit home runs or strike out. Right. And, and God knows we've talked about this for years. The t- that team just... It doesn't is not able to create runs when they're not hitting home runs. Right. But that's the only type of player. That's the problem with the team, and that's the only type of player they want to get. How, how is that fixing a problem?
1: Right. Okay, so to wrap up the trade thing, give me one player you think will be traded and one player that's in rumors that you don't think will be traded, preferably, preferably two that we have not already talked about.
0: I think Jay Bruce will be moved because okay. I think the Reds are motivated to move him, and, and, and the Dodgers are just going bananas for him. Um, two players. Well, I don't know. You're just, I, um,
1: someone that's in that someone that's been in rumors that you don't think will be traded.
0: I obviously sale Quintana are not going to be moved. Uh, I don't think that. I don't think Reddick's going to be moved from the Oakland because no. I think I think pretty sure that they're going to hold on to him even though he's starting to hit. I can't imagine Tampa's going to be able to move all their pitchers. So I think if they move one, it's not going to be Archer. It's probably going to be Matt Moore. Okay.
1: Tyler, just uh, I don't know how many because you've got, but maybe one player that you think is definitely going to be traded before the deadline Monday, and one player that's been in rumors you don't think is going to be traded.
2: I think insert Yankees player here will be traded because like all of them could be traded.
1: Probably Beltran.
2: Yeah, Beltran, maybe Gardner, maybe. Oh,
1: yeah, Gardner's somebody, somebody Again, and
2: ins- ins- I mean pretty much insert Yankees player here. I think they'll just start trading everybody or anybody that they can. And well, I don't think. Any of the White Sox players, uh, I I don't think apparently uh, Davis is a trade. Like they're talking about trading Davis, I don't think they'll trade
0: Wade Davis.
1: Oh, from Kansas City, okay.
0: He's hurt. Yeah. He's on the DL.
1: They can still trade him though, can they?
0: Yeah, but no one's going to take him. No, Tyler, do you think Robertson's going to get dealt?
2: No, just because he's not been playing that well. I don't. Maybe people will step away from him. They'll get kind of that like uh, short term, I guess, sidedness where something like that happens and they go, oh, okay, never mind. I don't want this guy based off the past month or so.
0: I think, Tyler, that the the, the, free, the closer market is such that the, 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 they're not going to get what the Yankees got, but they could get something. I mean, granted, Robertson's been pitching like crap the last month, but he's still a solid closer. I think you move him.
1: The way the pitchers are going, uh, that's what from what I read before they got uh, Melanson, that's who the Nationals are looking at. Okay, let's talk football here. We'll continue our previews. Another college conference this week is the Big 12. And to start with, Ty, I guess someone kicked you. What's going on with Baylor? Are they going to be suspended? Is there been any more rumors about that? The
2: rumors I heard was death penalty was on the table.
1: I feel like that comes up, though, every time a program gets in trouble.
2: Yeah, but I don't know. It almost speaks to it where the fact that boosters were semi secretly trying to bring Bryles back. Almost like they're like, this is not that big of a deal, guys. Like, let's think about this. Like, oh, it's okay. like a one year slap on the wrist and then he's coming True. back, right? I'm not denying it. It's a scumbag move. I it's, mean, the whole
0: thing is a scumbag movie. It's Penn State all over again, isn't it? Kind of.
1: Yeah. Well,
2: I don't think. Uh, well, the problem is, well, Penn State maybe, but Turner makes sense. But it, uh, I guess maybe a little bit of a, a worse scenario of Petrino or something like that. But at least people weren't scumbags enough to be like, we get that it's bad, but it's not that bad. I mean, come on. Like, well, he, he could come back, right? Don't tell him about like, the win, wins, wins, you know, a cotton bowl uh, championship. Like, 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 that's really scumbag ish to be like, to. To be like, let's just blow it over. Let's just give it a year to think it over. We'll be ready next year with How it. Like,
0: Penn State wanted Paterno back. I think it's equally the paterno as bad. paternal's a different reason.
2: Paterno was there for like 40 years. I mean, that's kind of slightly different in my opinion. Just because he's, he's, you know, people have been born and Paterno was the coach for like their whole lives. That makes sense why they'd want it back. I got that. This one I feel like is different because it was based solely off the fact
0: they wanted to win. It had nothing to do with like the legacy and it's blah 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 Paterno. Hold on. the legacy of paternal is winning it's the same it's just the only difference is one been there longer but briles had to come in there and take a team that sucked and made them all of a sudden yeah. <laughs> relevant like that it's yep. the same thing it, it's just winning at all costs the only thing you're seeing is instead of kids getting sexually abused at penn state women are getting sexually abused and raped down yep. in texas because we don't care we just well, I mean, want to win the, football games. You can make
1: the argument that it's even worse because of the attention of, like, a Penn State scandal. So it's even worse that they covered it up because it's something that's been focused
0: on even more. Both universities covered this up, and both, and it, it, right. it, it went to the highest levels. And it, it's it's ridiculous, but I haven't heard Mark Emmerich come out and say nothing. Where's he been? He, answer? Counting all the money he they, gets for putting this but, shit on but, TV.
1: But they're students, and we value their education. But not protecting women, apparently, oh, from okay. our athletes.
0: Just like that big guy that comes at the end of December with white boots and a beard.
1: Uh, I got nothing. It's black boots. <laughs> so, black boots. Yeah, Santa, well, that, Wars, Santa okay, wears that was black Santa, boots.
0: That was Santa Joe Namath. I'm sorry, I got I get those guys confused.
1: So Tyler, what do you think here? Because Baylor, obviously, when something like this happens, it's it's a disadvantage for the program because literally any program can come in and say, well, they're gonna they're gonna have this team suspended, they're gonna miss this many bowls, they're not gonna be allowed to play for this, and and you know Baylor can't back it up or can't deny it because they have no clue what's gonna happen. And obviously Baylor's been sitting atop the Big Twelve for a good chunk of. I don't know, the better part of a half decade or so. But, I mean, what do you make of the top part of the Big 12 this year than with this going on? I think that
2: Oklahoma is the top team. Everyone keeps talking up Texas. I just still don't believe in them until I actually see it, especially because it seems like Texas has a new quarterback every year. Right. And for them bringing a defensive coordinator, the defense always sucks. Right. I don't know about TCU because they just kind of fell apart last year. I, I like the idea. I, I think Texas Tech has a chance just because their offense could be so good, and they have had good defenses. But I'm not 100 percent sure on that one. By Oklahoma, and then for me, it's Texas Tech, Texas, Texas A&M. Kind of are are like somewhere in the Texas a and t- in the SEC, two, two A through two start. Yeah, you're right. Why am I think why why would I say Texas A&M? Uh, at TCU, Texas, at Texas Tech. is What, I'm what
0: about, about Okie State, Tyler?
1: Yeah, for the record, Tyler, here's the here's the records last year. Uh, Oklahoma won with an eight and one conference record 11 and two. okie State was seven and two ten and three. TCU was seven and two 11 and two. Baylor was six and three 10 and three. I don't
2: know about Oklahoma State because the problem is I, they jumped out really good, but I think it proved that they only had a really good defense and that's what hurt them and, and down the road they lost games just because that's that's what everyone talked about but after that there was no more conversation
1: and I think at the big 12 you have to have a good offense. You know, it's not exactly a defensive uh, Studded conference Pops what do you think because I'm kind of with Tyler In fact with me, for me at this point In time I feel like it's Oklahoma and then Everybody else
0: Agreed and again, let me get on my moral Soapbox Baylor should not be playing football this year Probably but not th- th- Obviously because of money they will be playing Now I think with losing Art Bryles If they were going to compete I think that's Going to go down they're, they'll probably finish Above 500 but I don't think they're going to seriously Compete it's Oklahoma because Stoops has figured out something. He's found a quarterback. and am Tyler, a big fan of that guy. Return, they're returning a lot of their players. No, I,
1: they bring back both their running backs, right? Yes,
0: and, they're good, and that's a good running team, uh, and they always yeah. produce receivers. Uh, the latest one is Sterling. I can't think of his name. Went to the Giants. S- Sterling Shepard. Sterling Shepard. Okay. I think Oklahoma State will be there, um, but I think this is Oklahoma's division to lose. And I think I that I, I think it's pretty obvious they should be back in the college football playoffs. The question is, can they go further than what they did last year?
1: All right, pops. Then Tyler kind of listed some of the teams he's watching. Who's your Who's your teams two, three, four? Because you saw Oklahoma's one. So do you, you buy Texas? Oklahoma is it TCU? State
0: is two. Um, I think the thing with Texas is they want Texas to be successful because no, it's yeah, Texas. They want Texas to be and successful. It's football, and it's Texas, and they have their own network, and it's Texas. I just – the recruiting is getting better. I just don't think Charlie Strong is the guy to really turn this around. And I think that they might finish third because, I don't know, it might be between them and Baylor. West Virginia might be in there. I I don't know. I just – I think the gap's going to be – It's going to be Kansas. Yeah, sure. (laughs) Right. Winless.
1: Uh, They went winless.
0: No. I, I just think it's Oklahoma State second, and I think it's going to be Baylor, Texas, maybe West Virginia, Texas Tech fighting for third. I, I just think that Oklahoma should have this wrapped up before they play Oklahoma State at the end of the year.
1: I think so, too. Like I said, I think there's, there's a gap there, but how about you give us some of the schedules, and then before we wrap up the Big 12, we've got to talk about the whole expansion thing, too.
0: Okay, Oklahoma plays Houston in well, the Jerry Dome. No, word. excuse me. Yeah, the Jerry, whatever. NR, NRG, I don't know what NRG Stadium is. It's somewhere in Texas, put it that way.
2: No, that's not the Jerry Dome, because that's NRG, or Jerry Dome's AT&T Stadium. Yeah, I think NRG's Houston. Houston. That's, that's right.
0: Houston. All right. Yeah, I think so. Louisiana Monroe. Ohio State comes in September 17th. I didn't know that. That'll be a good one, too. At TCU. Then they play Texas at the Cotton Bowl. Right. K-State right, 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 right. at Texas Tech. Your Kansas team at Iowa State, team. Baylor at West Virginia, Oklahoma State. I think they could run the table on that schedule. There's
1: you think they could go undefeated with Houston yeah. and Ohio State on the schedule? Yes. Maybe. They're getting balls. They're, they're going for it. Could. I didn't say they would. No, Tyler, you are you are correct, sir. That is a very impressive non-conference schedule. Okay, should we read Baylor? I guess, Yeah.
0: Northwestern State, SMU, Rice. I mean, again, wow, those are
1: c- classic, classic Baylor schedule. Yes. Cupcakes for non-conference. Because apparently
0: they couldn't find any high school teams that Seriously, week. Seriously, that's weeks. awful. Oakley, Oakley, Oakley State, Okie State. Bleh, at Iowa State, Kansas, at Texas, TCU, at Oklahoma, oh, okay. November twelfth. Okay, K State, Texas Tech, at Arlington, which I think that is the Jerry Dome, at West Virginia.
1: Well, their non-conference is a joke, so they'll, they'll be – I think you're right. They're obviously – with the non-conference, they're going to finish above
0: 500. Okay, Oklahoma State, southeastern Louisiana, central Michigan, Pittsburgh.
1: I mean, that's slightly better, I yes. guess.
0: At Baylor, Texas, Iowa State, at your Kansas again. Yeah,
1: Kansas is going to run the table this year. We're
0: adopting Kansas because if we root Purdue, for Purdue, how can it get any worse? And actually, we're adopting Illinois because it's Lovey Smith. <laughs> West Virginia at Kansas State, Texas Tech at TCU at Oklahoma. Those last two weeks are problematic.
1: Right. Okay. So for the last one, TCU then, because obviously that's the team we're watching. I suppose we, Texas. Wait a minute. Too. Were we ignoring Texas? Go, okay. Texas at TCU, and then we're gonna talk some expansion, and then we'll get in the NFL. All right.
0: Texas. Notre Dame comes in Labor Day weekend. Right. UTEP at Cal at Oklahoma that's State. Game. Oklahoma. At the Cotton Bowl again, I, that smells of a possible one and four start right there. Well, it
1: could get real ugly fast.
0: What do they do then? Then them being yeah, but it's it's whatever. <laughs> Iowa State. I had a thought and it just went left. At K State, Baylor, at Texas Tech, West Virginia, at Kansas and TCU.
1: I tell you, for I, I mean, I'm with Tyler. I wasn't feeling Texas to begin with, but they, they, you're right. I mean, it's not out of the realm. And actually, I think I would. Probably say that they might start one and four and then texas because it's texas will go like, oh no
0: yeah th- th- but
1: then they'll beat oklahoma which they did was that last I year right that yes, salvaged his I, job
0: I, boy if they do that i think if i'm bob stoops i'd probably go to texas and try to they, try to conquer no, the alamo Al, alamo again um anywho tcu is Boy, you're gonna like this south dakota state arkansas iowa state
1: Arkansas is decent, yeah, but, but South man, Dakota
0: State that's a joke.
1: Them and Baylor, I mean, this well, Tyler, correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't wasn't the playoff committee like the last couple seasons came out and told both those programs like step it up or we're just not going to pick you?
0: TCU and Baylor were the ones they told. The
1: yeah, that's what I'm saying because Baylor's is even worse than that.
0: At SMU, Oklahoma, God, at so Kansas, at West Virginia, this division playing in the this division does not help the schedules either because I think that the bottom half sucks for my money. Oh yeah. Big time. Okay, at West Virginia, Texas Tech, at Baylor, Oklahoma State, at Texas, Kansas State. I, I okay. don't know.
1: Okay, so let's talk. We'll make our picks real fast. So, Tyler, you, everybody picked Oklahoma. Do you have Oklahoma in the playoffs? Yes. And do you have another Big 12 in the New Year's Six? No. No, that's what I would have, Pops.
0: Oklahoma playoffs, Oakley State in the New Year's Six, simply because I think I think you're going to want – I think the, the people that sell ducats and the TV people are going to want somebody in there. So it might be that they don't deserve it, but they get in anyway. So right. I think as long as they win 10 games, okay. then I think they'll win 10 games. Oakie State will get into okay. New Year's 6.
1: All right, let's talk quickly uh, Big 12 expansion here because it's been a kind of a story throughout the summer that they wanted to add more because they wanted the championship game and they've got to reform the TV deal. And then there was like a bevy of schools that were not great choices. It was BYU, Houston – uh, Cincinnati, Central Florida, South Florida. Uh, there's a couple more thrown in there. I think there was like a Connecticut was considered. There's another one in there, I think too. But it seems like they've the ads themselves narrowed it down to Houston and BYU. I think Houston because I guess because of where Houston is now. BYU, I guess because it has the rivalry, right? Because wasn't BYU part of that? Was it Southwestern Conference or it has some rivalries with some of the Big Twelve schools? No.
0: No. It's because they were they have a relatively good legacy. They won a national championship back in 85, and there's nobody else.
1: No, I mean, I think Houston and BYU are the best of the choices.
0: My only problem was, I was telling you off Mike Blair, what if Herman leaves Houston? Right. What, what's going to happen? Because clearly he's single-handedly as much as anything else helped elevate that team, and he's, his recruiting is picking up. What if he leaves?
1: Well, that's what I was saying, too, because from what I read earlier, a lot of people said they didn't think Houston was going to be a serious consideration because Texas— The Big 12 can already recruit in Texas. It's not like, oh, we couldn't get to Houston, and now we can. So it doesn't really add anything. There's really nobody else unless
0: you poach a team from another conference, and then, A, who's going to go? B, you're going to piss that conference off.
1: Yeah, I don't. I think they're late on this round, and then they're going to be behind cause a little I think bit. At some point, you're probably going to have another thing where the Big E or what's the AAC or whatever. I think at some point we're going to have another expansion of conferences, and the Big Twelve is going to be behind the eight ball again because a conference will get dissolved, but it won't go to the Big 12 1st first. Uh, It'll go ACC, SEC, Big Twelve. No, 10. whoever's
0: the commissioner of the Big Twelve screwed to pooch here a couple of times. Because yeah. one, they didn't. They they lost people they didn't they didn't expand to they said oh, we don't need a conference championship game they realized, hey we need a conference championship game hey we actually need to expand but yeah. you're late yeah tyler
1: thoughts on the big 12 expansion
2: well from what i heard the reasoning behind the expansion outside of the territory they have was florida it was either central or south florida yeah, it's Orlando, and apparently central and florida was making a strong argument to try to join them
1: yeah, the, from what I read, because it was markets. Because it uh, one, I can't remember which one's which. I think South Florida's is in Orlando and Central Florida is in Tampa. I might have that reversed. Yeah, other way around. Central okay. Florida's is Orlando. South Florida. That's what. Okay, and those are. I think it's like Market Ten and Market like Twenty or something like that. Twenty-five. So they're big cities, but geographically, I can't stand that because West Virginia doesn't make any sense. Because that's that's from what I read originally to the Part of the reason they consider expansion because West Virginia was throwing a fit about how much traveling they had to do. Well, yeah, now what happens when West Virginia has to go to BYU?
0: I guess they didn't figure that out when they said you guys want to join the conference. And yeah, they're like, holy shit, you got to see how much, how much
1: travel we got? Yeah, go back to the ACC or something. Nobody wants them. No, they stink. Okay, let's choose, let's get to the NFL finally. It's our first breakdown. We're doing two divisions, AFC East, NFC East. But Let's start in the AFC Tom Brady suspended Pops, will it matter?
0: No, not to win the division. I think their goal is to go two and two, and that way they could, because if they lose more than that, then you're going to have, ma- I still even with Brady, losing two games without Brady, it's going to be a problem trying to get home field, because you've seen when they've not gotten home field over the right. last few years, right. they don't win. When they have got home field a couple years ago, they use that as a launching pad to get Super Bowl win. That's the problem here. Okay. These four games, that I think, are going to keep this team from gaining certainly the best record and possibly the number two seed. I think they might be able to get the number two seed because there's just a pile of yuck. Let's face it, the suckage out of the AFC West and the AFC South is gonna help the Patriots who still might be able to figure out a way to get the number two seed. Right, okay. Because I think I think yeah. Is likely your number one as long as they don't get half the team stoned or whatever suspended because they've got a a marijuana ring going on. Right.
1: So what I mean, what did the? How do you feel about Grappolo and that team? And I mean, what do what do you? We're doing division previews. Miami bouncing back. No. Got Gase Buffalo. Surprisingly, defense was not very good under Rex Ryan, which who would have figured? Donka I've been waiting to
0: say that. I have no clue about Garoppolo. Right. Nobody book. does. No, uh, uh, the assumption well, that
1: he, he played at Eastern Illinois yes. or something like that.
0: Yep, Tony Romo's alma matter. D three, isn't it? I don't know what it is. Like trying to figure that out gives me a headache as to what it was, FBS, SCS, ABC, and MD. I, I don't know what. What it's just a small KFC, school. Yeah, with that too or TCR. What <laughs> the whole thing? Those the designations just give me a headache. <laughs> the, the simple thing is this: I think there's enough talent on this team. To, to win England, the division right. New England. Still. I honestly think we could go there again, we need to get some more people, but you know get get all our guys in our f- football league. and I think we could probably compete for about a six wins in the AFC East. Actually, like we it. might make the playoffs like if you think about it because the bottom of the AFC sucks. I'm feeling our
1: chance though. It I'm really sucks.
0: It. So I think the the Pats win that division what's new. Um, okay, so
1: how about some I mean we'll break them down one by one here, we'll get Tyler in. Buffalo, because they were cash-strapped beyond all belief. Tyrod Taylor was, of course, a revelation. Does he duplicate what he did last year? I think he'll
0: come close. No. Because Are you I ever just, gonna come to me. Yeah, I'll, you're gonna get in here. I said. I just said we'll kick it to you here shortly. I'm asking, pops. I think he can. I, I, I the, the, what would help that they got to keep LaShawn McCoy healthy. Right. Uh, I have God knows what the defense. Only Rex Rank could come in with a good defensive team and screw it up and make them worse. <laughs> Congratulations, Rex. There's no way the Jets. If you've seen their first seven seven games in schedule, we'll get into that later. That, that's going to keep that team too from making the playoffs. Plus, there will be a regression. And I, I don't know so what too. Miami's doing. Right. I mean, I don't. I just don't. I think they win maybe five games.
1: Okay, Tyler. AMC I a, East.
2: Oh, I heard a good joke about Miami where it said if Miami if Miami's off-season checklist was to get older and more hurt, they're doing great. <laughs>
1: Hey, but in fairness, we all I thought agreed that we thought Aaron Foster was someone we were going to keep an eye on late in fantasy drafts. Here,
2: we're not saying that's well, not a bad pick, possibly, but he could also be cut. There's a lot of people who who are wagering money that he doesn't make it to week one. He'll make it. Okay, so that that's a good joke. I guess o- only Pop- only pops could answer a question earlier. Is I don't know. Then would be full heartedly what? <laughs> but yeah, he'll do it. He'll do it. Hundred
0: <laughs> percent. Tyler, he'll make it because that Ajave or that AJ Highli or whatever, whatever that guy's name is. I I just don't think that's going to. And they
1: screwed the pooch at the running back position, didn't they? Yes. <laughs> Oh, we're not going to sign it. We're not going to sign anybody, and we're not going to draft anyone. We're, we're not going to sign Both. Lamar
0: Miller. We're not going to offer CJ Anderson enough. Who wanted to leave Denver and New, Miami's like, we got fifteen bucks. It's yours. let So it goes back to Denver. This
1: ridiculous thing is that in because we talk about baseball, we've talked about NFL. Miller didn't even sign for that much money. No,
0: hey, but they got Nagamadong Sue or whatever his name is, Badong Su or whatever, whatever that guy's name is. <laughs> so
1: Tyler, what do you think about uh, the Patriots without Brady? And then you're a big fan of Fitz Magic apparently. So the Jets duplicating, Rex Ryan's defense sucking, Tyrod Taylor. There's a whole bunch of, of good points to touch on there. I think
2: Taylor will replicate his running ability. It, it really depends on Watkins because I don't think Watkins will be 100% by week one. Right. And one thing about Taylor that was underrated is he's a very good deep passer, which you right. wouldn't think so considering he's known for his legs and he's kind of short, but he's a very he's very accurate and he has a good arm
1: deep. And he was one of the most accurate passers for most of the season.
2: Yeah. he's he's very good, and so that's why I believe he will, to a point, replicate it because okay. I don't think it was a fluke. I think he proved it was him. He was he was the reason they looked better because he was able to not only make accurate passes and stretch the field in the way of his legs, but he was also able to stretch the field with his arm. Right, which is kind of the triple threat of what he's able to do. Right. So I think they'll I think they'll be there. I, I feel like New York is going to go like 9-7 and seven and the the Bills are going to go 8-8, eight eight, but I still think the Patriots will squeak out to like 10 or 11 wins.
1: Okay, and then do you agree with Pops that the Miami's like five wins? Yeah, like I said,
2: older and more hurt. Like everybody on that team is hurt. Everybody on that team is really old. It, it, it's Florida. They brought all the geezers down to get one last season and retire.
1: Okay, well, here, before we switch to uh, divisions here, Pops, this is what we always do, you got to give me the win totals here. All right, let's. We take
0: a look at schedules. At least, at least we should. I mean, it, you, I mean, give me the first four games of Patriot. I mean, it's been beat to death, but sure. Miami, oh, see, at Arizona, which is a tough one, obviously. Miami,
1: win W. I'll quarterback them at Miami. Okay,
0: Houston. That's Thursday a, night. A decent game. Their short rest. Buffalo. doing any favors. Buffalo will give them a. Buffalo will give them a game. Uh, the other notable games. They're at Pittsburgh. Seattle comes in. Okay. Uh, the Pittsburgh one's a big one for at seedings. Denver, which I don't think is going to be what it was last year. So I think this team they could easily go two and two with what is the name Grapple-hook. That Grapple Hook Grapple Hook two and two. They possibly go three and one. I just think that the Houston team. I think Houston. Well, we'll see what they are, but I think Houston could beat them. I don't think they're going to win at Arizona. I think they win eleven games. So
1: Patriots eleven, and then rest of the division.
0: I think the Jest will win seven. Seven. Buffalo. Buffalo wins a competitive six games, I and mean, I think Miami wins four.
2: Man, you don't like that division at all, Tyler. Well, I just said it. Ten to le- I think 10 or 11 for New England, 9 for New York, 8 for Bills, and I'll put 5 for Miami. Okay. Hold on. Also, Blair, Blair I, have a, I have a wager for you this oh year. Oh, boy. What? Since since there's already two, two quarterbacks with nicknames in the AFC East, Grapple Hook and Fitzmagic. Right. I believe we need to come up with the nicknames for the other two.
1: Okay. So w- what's the deadline for this?
0: Uh, let's 48 say we hours. Want. Everything else is 48 hours. Next, we can, next podcast. We, we could make a movie out of that, we'll have, right? They've they, never used they've, No one's used that as a no. movie we'll title, have nicknames right? we for Tyrod Taylor and Tannen Hill next, okay. next Let podcast. Let me give you the Jets' first opening okay, week. Okay, This is the reason they're not going to make the playoffs. Go ahead. Bengals. Wow. At Buffalo. Ouch. At KC. It's still going to be decent. Seattle. Still oh, a wet At Pittsburgh. Wow. At Arizona. They got hosed. Baltimore. They suck. Okay, later on they got New England coming in, right? Colts coming in. Yeah. They go to New England. I'm sorry, they got hoes in that, the schedule a, department. That's a that opening salvo about seven weeks. They could they could win two games maybe. Okay, so I'm gonna go 11 for New
1: England, nine for Buffalo, seven for New York. Maybe Well, you're buying that Rex Ryan stock. I don't aren't feel you? very good about that. Maybe eight or nine for Buffalo, six for New York, six seven for New York, and like five for Miami. Okay, let's do the NFC side, which might actually be a worse division. I think I it's mean, a replica. Yeah, it's, it's, possible. it's close. Okay, so the big I guess I mean the for me the big questions here pops are. I mean, there's one. I guess there's several for each team, but I mean Dallas, if healthy, are they are they. That team that should have beat Green Bay, or I mean, last year was a bunch of injuries, or are they that team that we normally expect to go like eight and eight? Which one are you feeling?
0: Somewhere in the middle. I think from look, I've looked in the NFL byline, someone has to win this division, right? It's not like we could just say we're going to disqualify all of you because you suck. Someone has to win this division. Someone has to win the East. So yes. w- we can't do anything about that. So no. having said that, I think it's going to be Dallas. Okay. It doesn't make me feel the greatest right. because the defense still sucks.
1: Yes, it does. I,
0: I don't know of a worse defense. Maybe, I don't know, possibly Buffalo. Maybe Rex could go in there and fix a bad <laughs> defense and make them good because God knows he went to a good defense and made them bad. Right. But I, I think they need Ezekiel Elliott to, to be as good as advertised because when DeMarco Murray had that year, yes. ball control – keep a bad defense off off the field which yeah. is always good right. and you know that they rode that to where they could have beaten green bay might have went into the play seattle for the nfc championship who knows? i just don't think washington is going to be able to replicate what they did largely well p- partly gotta, because the first place schedule is right, going to help them
1: right because the schedule because they when they went on that streak their schedule was a
0: joke right that's the reason they've had a last place schedule took advantage won the division and now they're going to get a first place schedule and it's going to be the opposite um, so I don't do, know what.
1: I mean, do you think Kirk Cousins will duplicate anywhere near the season he had? No, no.
0: The Giants will be explosive, but how many bad interceptions will Eli have? I think they they go eight and eight, which eh, that's about the Giants, right? Right, and then Washington wins. Six and I think God knows what is going on with the Philadelphia Eagles. Since we're adopting, right? Well, I'm not. We're not going to adopt them because we, we since no, we root really for Purdue, that. we're adopting Kansas. I'm thinking we. I think we adopt. Who we adopting? Cle- Cleveland's not Cle- honorary team anyway, right, Tyler?
1: Kind of, Tyler kind of shoot them in. So how right many on. for Philly then, and how many for Dallas?
0: I think Dallas wins ten. I think the Giants eight. Washington six. I'm going to take Philadelphia wins three.
1: Tyler. Dallas healthy, Super Bowl contender, Kirk Cousins, Giants, because last year was supposed to be the year of four, and that didn't work. Thoughts on the NFC East, or in Pops' words, the NFC Least. I think Dallas wins 11. I still think, I think Washington's competitive because
2: Cousins was good for a long period of the season. He had 10 really good games at the end of the year. I think that they might be able to finally get the running game better with Jones. I think I think Dallas wins eleven, Washington wins nine, New York wins eight. They just the defense sucks, and they yeah. won't, they apparently won't fire Spagnola for some reason. The guy even got a head coaching interview. <laughs> and I I, I don't I, I agree. I don't think Philly will be very good. I think like three. That's fine. Those they're so, not going to be good.
1: So, because obviously everyone knows what you guys when you talk about New England. New England is a Super Bowl contender every year. So, pops, do you take Dallas seriously because you're picking them to win the division, which means they're going to host a first round game. I don't know. I don't know. We're, we, this is the first NFL division, so I don't know in your mind if you put them in maybe a one or two seed. I don't know, but are you taking them seriously as a Super Bowl threat?
0: I don't think that they'll clinch a bye no. because okay. I think Green Bay and probably Arizona okay. do, does that. Uh, they're in the playoffs again. I'm, I've looked at Roger Goodell's bylines. They have somebody has to win this division. I just think that they get to the second round and lose. The defense, they haven't done anything to fix the defense, although they out, go out and get guys that get suspended. It's not going to help you. No. You don't go out and get guys that get suspended for the four, week, for four <laughs> weeks and say, got a hell of a defense. Just take a look at those guys in suits and ties over there.
1: It's funny because it's true.
0: <laughs> the question I have, who has the worst defense, Dallas or the Giants?
1: Oh, boy.
0: Giants easy. I think so. I think so. It's closer than you think, though. So, Tyler, uh, same I mean question.
1: It's not. Do you, think, do you take Dallas as a serious Super Bowl contender?
2: maybe the problem is is that i feel like the offense is is brian and elliot and who else and i just don't know if they're able to win late and their defense isn't good but there's a lot of, like i feel like everyone always describes dallas as star studded but i'm
1: like who else is a star on that team no i think you're right Jerry especially, Jones. especially with witten getting up there because well. he's an asshole
0: I, again, Tyler, I think this is a perfect example of the NFL wants Dallas to be good yeah. because of, of them. There's so many idiot fans out there. There's probably some of them down in, in hell. There's probably a few of them in the graveyards. And they're all over the place. And, and you want them to be good, at least these do, and they're just they find a way to screw it up. Why? Because Jerry Jones is still making football decisions.
1: Okay. So it's t- bad. So I take it the entire Are you saying that you don't take them as a Super Bowl favorite or contender? Uh, no, no, I do not. Okay. So for me, I think I'm going to go something along the same lines of what you guys got is 10 or 11 for Dallas, 8 or 9 for Washington, 7 or 8 for New York, and like 5 for Philly is what I'm going to take. So that's good, dude. That's first NFL division. Next week, we're going to do Souths. We got SEC for college football.
0: Ooh, the SEC. The big one.
1: Um, Pops, are we, is it this week or next week for fantasy football?
0: I have the first article to you later this week. Okay. Tyler, so start getting warmed up in the bullpen.
1: Because Pops is doing quarterback previews for And tight ends, yeah. The quarterbacks the are coming. Okay, Tyler so.
0: somehow to hijack this is doing running backs and receivers, back and I do tight ends.
1: And then check out the blog because, of course, you still got the baseball waiver claims. Even
0: though you're checking out, right? Sort of.
1: I mean, I mean. F- in fairness, you got whamped by Johnny this week, and you and I are the. T- I'm going to be the two seed at the end of this week, but you and I are the two and three seed, and you got womped by Johnny.
0: Uh, well, everyone else, I don't know who beat him. Was Daniel it Rodriguez? Beat him. Daniel. No one else can beat this guy.
1: I know nobody can. You're the same, thing, same mo every week. Competitive, competitive runs away with it in the weekend. Yeah, it
0: just makes me want to puke.
1: So, I don't know. Okay, so check out the blog for the articles. Thank you to our producer, Rick Mason, in partnership with My Retro Radio. It's the Brushback Pitches podcast presented by Three Sports Guns and Three Gunthers. Blair,
0: Tyler, Harold. We'll catch you next week. Join us next time for the Brushback Pitches. Find us online at sportsguns.com. That's the number three, sportsguns.com. This has been a Gunther Sports and Entertainment Production in association with My Retro Radio.